Okay. Now, can you hear me? I can. Okay. What well, was your question? drive the conversation home every time they start talking and they get too far deep into a situation or a story you kind of remind them like okay let's go back to what is reality reality is like picture that you are sitting in your own room a totally empty room four walls nobody else is in this room but you the only thing projecting on a screen in front of you that you are observing is the story that you are verbally dictating, mentally dictating, like dictation is in like, you're, you're speaking it, you're like somebody is like writing it down while you're, somebody's typing while you're dictating. That's exact, and it's playing in the screen in front of you exactly as you are dictating it. So some things will occur one for one, like I say an apple, I walk, I somehow I get led to the grocery store and I fall it like and I go right into the apple section because that's where I'm just like drawn to or somebody brings me an apple to work and they're like, hey, I have an extra apple. So sometimes it's like a one to one, it'll create right away and you can figure out exactly, you can match the exact thought that you had that led to that manifestation, but sometimes it's not a direct like correlation. Not like that. Like that was also a direct correlation. What I mean by other ways that you create this on the screen ahead of you is that like if you have a um, like is indirect. So like you are, let's say, let me give, let me find a good example of like an indirect request. Um, like if you create someone to be very successful but also very busy limited time right and then you desire for them and then what comes from that is somebody who do isn't able to contact you very often like that's the indirect uh relationship to how that like to their characteristic traits like that's that's the indirect manifestation of the initial like characteristics of the character that you created um does that make sense like like it's not always one-to-one -one. it's not like i ask for um like 
like and then on the opposite end of that like if i want somebody to always call me i have to say that like they have plenty of time during the day like they always have time to think about me all it takes is like a minute to like send a text message so like and they they're always on their phone text messaging so like you set up the stage for the thing that you want to happen but you also figure out what is it that somebody's saying that's not allowing um, their desire to show up like what are they describing about what are they dictating into their story onto their screen that is stopping them from getting what they want well let me ask you a question I can totally relate to that example so you know at some point I really wanted a guy that was like really successful and had his own business but it never occurred to me that that could be that he had one time for me like I was younger and I didn't think of that so I met a guy and he had his own business and he was very successful and he didn't have a lot of time for me now is that just I mean I don't the thing is that I don't think I really had a blog I don't think I really that I so, think it's the opposite I think I actually I actually think that I assumed that he would have time for me and run a successful business so where did that come from yeah, so the idea is that it comes from many different spaces. Like, we are a, a combination of, like, our, um, our subconscious mind really collected lots of information from our outer world. Like, from when we were younger, from our family, parents, TV. Like, lots of things are instilled in our minds. Like, if you were someone that was always hanging around, like, um, like, the Kardashians, right? For example, like there, then you're, you're, what's imprinted in your mind about like success is that maybe they have lots of free time. Like they just sit around, you know, and like do whatever they want. They have a ton of free time. So that's like, you have a different view of how success is defined. So that wouldn't be a block for you. Like when, so when you create a successful person in your mind, a successful person has extra free time. But the majority of people, so, but the majority of people, yeah, the majority of people have a, a belief that to be successful, it means you don't have as much time, right? Either you've so seen maybe, that. So maybe if somebody had that kind of block, maybe their father was never really around, but had a successful career, and they didn't, and, and like, Maybe, okay, so like maybe you didn't directly know that you had that kind of block, but it could be just like super deep in your subconscious because it was demonstrated by your parent when you were young. And yeah, so you don't need right? to know from where the block stemmed from. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know. You just need, so th this is not therapy. Like you're not here to get therapy sessions to dig deep into why you have certain things. Now, sometimes you need to dig deeper, and I'll tell you when. But, like, when it comes to a block like this, all you have to do is start, like, realize that that's what it is. Like, I, oh, I believe that, I have a belief that, like, super successful men are just too busy to, like, contact me, right? And then it, it can it can come through from, like, maybe you also feel that you, in combination with that, you have less self-confidence. Like, you don't feel that you're worthy of someone taking the time to call you during the day. 
right? So it's always like multifactorial. Like, so you, when you go un unraveling blocks for people, you unravel all of them and then how they're connected. So like if somebody, so then, okay, had, what was your last boyfriend like? Did he, was he very like easy to, like, did he always contact you? No, he never really called me that much. Like I was always the one to call. Okay, what about the one before that? Like, um, you know, what was that like? So it's like sometimes it's like it's like created in multiple layers. So like if I have a belief that like um, you know guys don't really contact me, I'm the only I'm the one that always contacts them first, right? That can. There are like multiple ways that can play out to make that true. I, it could either be through someone that is um, too successful to like contact me. It could be through like a fuck boy that doesn't really want to contact me. It can be through um, someone who's in school and studying, right? And like, or somebody who's a surgeon, he's always in surgery, so he physically can't get to his phone, right? So like that scenario to give me my belief about myself that people like don't really reach out to me I'm not, not good enough right can can manifest in all four of those different situations but they're all stemming from one belief so when you unblock so when you unblock for people blocks you have to dig into like how recurrent has this pattern been what is the pattern what is the stem what is the what is the root cause and then as you like unpeel away to find the root cause, that's the block. And it could be well, really what it, well, then, but, then, but then what it comes down to is anything, if you're the creator of your own universe, any complaint that they make at you or to you is basically a block. Whether they exactly. say, my boyfriend does this call me too often, my mom always, my mom always yells at me, um, right. my flowers. So, right, but now here's the, t here's the ticket, exactly, but here's the key to actually getting success, to actually getting people to su have success in removing the block, right? Like, so a lot of these practices are like mental diet, so change your mental diet. Start saying, he's going to call me more, he's going to call me more, he's going to call me more, right? I can make that affirmation until I'm blue in the face right and he might it might pierce through the veil of the matrix of like the 3d and he will call me right but it's not going to be consistent it's not going to be a new new um form like a new character trait in him until i remove the block so like you and the way you remove the blocks would be like something, this is like internal work. So it would be like, if the block is that I don't feel worthy enough, right? I need to figure out ways in addition to my affirmations of like, I am worthy, I am worthy, I am worthy, right? He calls me all the time, he calls me all the time, he calls me all the time. I need to add other reasons why I'm worthy and I need to make it believable. So I have to find ways that I believe, that make me believe that I'm worthy that I'm loved, right? So uh, then you tell them like, well, look around you. Who around you? Do you have your family? Who loves you? Like your friends, do you have loving friends? Like find love from them, find worthiness from everyone surrounding you and also find it from yourself. Just sit with yourself and find that so that that removes the block. So it's not just like the mental diet and you tell them words of like, 
you know, well, here's your story. You're creating it. Just uncreate it because it's, it's a block that they don't know that they have. Like if I, I want him to call me, but I don't know that it, the reason he's not calling me is because I have a belief that I'm not worthy. You know what I mean? Like they don't know that. So you have to unravel it for them and then tell them how to break that block rather than just like changing their mental diet. And it's, and they're just like babbling for nothing. You know, like I can say, I will win a million. I, I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. I am a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. Like over and over and over again, but I'm never going to become a millionaire if I don't believe that I'm worth a million dollars. If I don't believe that I can come up with an idea that can get me a million dollars or, you know what I mean? Like I can affirm all day long. Like those affirmations don't mean anything. Exactly. So you have to ask them this current situation. Tell me what's going on. What do you want to manifest? And then when they explain it to you, what what's going on, you ask them, well, how long have you known this person? How long this? Is this a recurring pattern? Like you ask them questions. And then as they're telling you the story, all of it's a story. So like all of it. So all of it is their story. So from their story, you like peel away the, um, the blocks and then you start telling them how to break them and then and then reminding them every time that you are the creator of your reality and if you don't know that that's your number one thing you have to believe like sometimes you see people and they understand everything but they don't really believe that their mental diet works or that their words create so that's that's when you start giving them homework assignments and you're like okay step one is like you have to believe that your words create so pick somebody that you have zero resistance to and change them in your mind like is there a character of yours too start changing them play with it like you don't care whether they change or not or start manifesting things here and there with your mind and that's when like synchronicities come through and that's what remind so you need reminders like daily reminders for them to like be like okay so what you do on a daily basis is you find like four or five things that you just say you want and you let it go or you write them down and you let them go and you watch for when they come you you, you celebrate it and then you tell them like and then you go through your mental diet every single day and anytime something comes up you cancel it and then you go through a different story and you convince yourself of a different story. So it's a lot of work. So how do you help them create their mental diet? Is that just writing a bunch of affirmations that are the opposite of their thoughts? Pretty much, yeah. But then again, you have to add to them um, mental di like a new mental diet that removes um, some of the blocks they didn't know they had. And how often do they need to repeat this? It's a mental diet. So you're just cleaning up your diet. So they basically have to like you can't you can't just be like I tell them I would tell them like you can't just be like okay you know from like I go to sleep at 10 from 9 to 10 I'm just gonna sit and do my meditation my scripting and then I got to go to work tomorrow and so they you can't compartmentalize manifesting like I tell them that 
where you can't just keep it as like, okay, I'm going to do my meditations and my manifesting this hour, then I'm going to go back to my regular life. Like, as in, it just becomes a task, like a, a thing you're doing that you So basically, think, a, good, a good tool, like if, I think if somebody were to ask me, so how often do I have to do my meditation? Like, how often do I them like um, whenever you think of something and it's the opposite whenever something happens and you're about to react give it a different meaning and then um, and then and then anytime that you start to feel like negative emotion realize that that emotion is stemming from a thought and then that thought flip it switch it to the opposite so and then the rest of the time I used to tell them, like, the rest of the time, in order for your manifestation to come through, you need to let it go. You need to, like, remove the chokehold. So you need to let it go, and then when you let it go, it will manifest. So the rest of the time, be present in the moment. Okay, but then how do you, how do you create a balance between repeating your mental diet and letting go? How do you create a balance between repeating your mental diet and letting go? Like you just okay, become so like present. You become present. You become present in everything no, that you like, do. If you're constantly repeating your, your new mental diet, you're not constantly repeating you're it. You're just you're just monitoring. You're checking yourself. You're monitoring. You're allowing yourself to be you in the it, present but then moment. How do you let it go? You're always conscious of it and monitoring. Letting it, go. How do you let it, Letting go doesn't mean you let go of your story. Letting go means letting go of your old story. You've dropped your old story. So you're no longer thinking about it. You're no longer like reviewing it over and over in your head. And he said this and he did that. He said this. That's you're letting go of the story that you don't like that you keep telling yourself and having conversations with yourself and your mind about. Like, it's all fake. Well, well, let's say I want to manifest, like, a free ticket to Barbados. Like, I do have to forget about it, just like you do with sigils. Like, I have to eventually not think about Barbados at all to let it, like, come in. Like, that, to me, is letting go. Yes, letting go is, but letting go is that, but that's different. Like, that's being present. You're, because it, there is a difference. Like you could very likely let go of your desire, and then you won't get it. You can let go of your desire. You don't want to let go of your desire. How many times has Neville said like you have to be obsessed with your desire? Like you have to be like you, it has to like it has to engulf you. Like you have to become it. 
How many times do we talk about like actors and actresses? They don't let go of the character. They become it. You become so engrossed in it. But when you are present, so what you're trying to describe is when you are present in the moment, when you are 100% in this moment, like I'm in my car right now, I can feel the AC blowing. I can hear the noises around me. When you're fully present, that's letting go in the way that you're trying to describe it. And then that's well, when shit happens. You know how they say, like, oh, I met my husband when I wasn't thinking about it and wasn't looking at all? Like, I forgot I was even looking for a husband? They're not obsessed with that idea. They're in a state of allowing. No, no, no. It's not obsessed. You only obsess in the beginning to become it, for it to become a part of you. Like, like, like it's already you. Right? Like, I'm already in a relationship. It's already me. Like, and that, you need to, you need to practice that. Like, for the actors to become phenomenal actors, they're practicing day and night over the character until they become it, and then they're no longer thinking about it. Because they already are it. So the person that's looking for a husband, how are they already it? when they're still single and looking but they like started working and don't have time to think about it anymore and then it comes well because they they don't like need it they they the the essential like goal of every manifestation or desire is to have a feeling to have a sense of like completeness security like con like um confidence like um like there's feelings that are associated with it so those people they just end up feeling that for themselves like if you ever ask those people it's always like yeah i was always i was i actually just finally started to be like so happy with my friendships like i'm just i was just so excited with like my life i just really loved everything about my life i was so grateful and that's when he just showed up like he was just out of nowhere i wasn't even looking for it anymore you know, when you're just well, so not, appreciative, not, so not, in the moment. Well, that's not always the case. Sometimes people have a demolition before something else is built. Like, they actually have the worst time of their life. Remember my friend who was, like, addicted to shopping, and she went to the bar and sat by herself, and she was, like, so depressed that she was single. She was, like, taking shots at the bar by herself. Like, that's it. She was at her lowest, lowest low, and then she met him at that bar. Yeah, I mean, there's different ways of releasing that, like, that desire, that need, right? Which which essentially means that you don't need it anymore. You have what you need in terms of feelings, like, because all it is is feelings. Like, nothing really exists, right? Like, money doesn't exist. People don't exist. It's all about the feelings that you create for yourself through your own thoughts, okay? So, like, she, she just let it go in a different way. She no longer needed that in a different way. In a way of, like, I don't fucking care anymore. It's done. Like, I'm, I don't care for anything. I don't want anything. You know? Like, that. there's different ways to release that resistance. There's different ways to become or have or give up. Do you think that basically up. giving up, like she did, is kind of also worked in her benefit? Yeah, because she no longer needed it. And when you do that, the thing is that, like, people... Okay, for example, that girl, was she always dating? Is she someone who's always in a relationship? 
was like dating like crazy off Tinder. Nothing was working out. And then she went to the bar and had like a mental breakdown. Okay, no, before Tinder, was she someone who's always like always pretty much in a relationship, like a relationship person? Um, I don't know her very well. She had a failed engagement. Okay, well, you never know. But the idea is there's always something else that's playing in the background. So that's what you have to understand that, like, like for people that are always in relationships, they've already hardwired that no matter what relationship they end, the next one will come right away, right? So that's another aspect. There are so many layers to manifesting. You just have to fully understand that they're all working at the same time. So like there's so many layers to beliefs and blocks and no blocks and things like that. So it's like somebody who's always been in relationships, right? Like one, how many people do you know that have never not been in a relationship? They go from one relationship to the other, right? That's a hardwired program. So a lot of times like those people, yeah, maybe she like totally gave up and let go, right? And But she has a hardwired program that she always finds someone next, right? She always finds someone right away versus the people that have hardwired programs that they're always single. Same blocks. You just have to reverse it. Like you just have to start changing that. So like you don't know what's at play in someone's reality or like the person that's like really well off. Right. They have hardwired programs that will keep them rich. The rich stay rich because they have hardwired programs that no matter how many times they lose money, they'll still make more money versus if you give a poor person a million dollars, they lose it right away and they don't make it again because they're not hardwired to to keep to be rich they're not hardwired to be in a relationship they're not hardwired so then it, I know I know you're right so then it kind of like becomes difficult in a one hour session to dig out these long these deep sometimes very deep rooted programs yeah exactly that's why I was saying for me my people I had like it was like longer it's like it takes time because each time they tell you, they come back with a story of what happened, you can unveil a new block and you're working on that. So mine, I was really trying to like guide people to understand overall what is this process to like, I love the, the clients that like weren't so attached to the person, the specific person, and really just... Um, we're like okay with like a different person because I was like you know it doesn't make a difference like this person's physical form is just what this form took on right now but if you've already made so many like blocks around this person and you have to sit there and unblock all of them sometimes just starting over like taking a new piece of paper and writing and drawing a new character is easier less resistance and from doing that the old person may just transform and come back or someone new will formulate and come in. And either way... Hey, let me ask you a question. Hmm. First of all, you're super fuzzy. Can you talk more to the speaker? Okay, is that better? Say something. Hello? A little bit. Okay, so you know how I told you that I'm kind of like afraid to make like a list of what I want in a guy because every time I've ever done that I got exactly what I wanted on that list minus things that I didn't account for for example like 
Um, I want him to be super, super successful and into music and being artistic. But then I got that, and it turns out that that came with, you know, being like at the studio till four o'clock in the morning, multiple times a week, being around drugs and girls and whatever. So I kind of got turned off from making these lists because I thought, how could I possibly, if these lists manifest, how could I possibly account for all of these backlashes that come with what I want when I don't even know what they are yet when I make that list. And now I'm realizing that it's impossible to know all of the negative things that could come from the positive, you know what I mean? And maybe it's just a work in progress always where you shouldn't be afraid to make that list, just manifest the, you know, the guy that you want. And then if there are those things, you can like still work on changing them. It's not like a one and done. Exactly. So everything is very moldable. Everyone in your reality is moldable. That's why a mental diet works and you can change people in your reality. That's why you have full control of everyone in your reality and it's all moldable. It just depends on how much work you want to put in and how much you want to change and how much them because you're changing yourself like they're just a reflection of you you created them they're just little puppets in your reality so it's like what do you want to change what do you feel like changing what do you not feel like changing but then also like you don't have to figure out and you don't have it doesn't have to be a work in progress you can also just let go and trust the universe and ask more general things in in addition to specifics like saying, like, I want him to, to be super successful, but I want it to be in a way that works out very well for me. Like, that's pleasing to me. I've tried to make these lists before, and it's almost impossible to cover all the bases. Like, I know, but, like, that's what I'm saying. You have to say overall... My perfectionist ways, my, my perfectionist ways kick in, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to make a list at all because I'm afraid of making the wrong cake out of this recipe. What if the recipe is missing one little ingredient and then the whole cake sucks? And now I'm realizing that's not the right attitude. You can never guarantee that anything's going to be perfect. You just kind of work on it as it comes. Exactly, yes. And then the thing is that, like, if you're not manifesting mistakes and contrast to what you want, like, then you don't know how to further clarify what you want to get to the, to get your manifestation that's most perfect for you. Like, I don't know everything that's in a catalog for myself to place an order through until I try out products from the catalog and I flip through yeah, every single which page. Basically, which is basically the nature of reality. Like It's like a dualistic reality that we live in, live in and you wouldn't really appreciate happiness without feeling sadness. So it's really just, at the end of the day, it's not even about forming a relationship or finding the perfect man. It's just learning lessons, learning life lessons. Like you finally get the guy that's super successful that you thought you wanted and then that teaches you that maybe that's not what you wanted. But if you can only learn that through the experience, there's no shortcut to that. Well, I don't like the I, I don't like the word lesson 
that doesn't sit right with me. I feel like they're just experiences. Because when you turn, when you say lesson, then all of a sudden this becomes this negative thing that I have to learn. And how, and then people are like, well, how long do I have to learn for? Like, I already learned enough. Like, why am I still learning? Like, I just want to live. I just want to be happy. It's not a lesson. It's just experience. So when you start looking at it as everything is just a fun, exciting experience. Everything is good for you. Everything is working out in my favor. Everything is exactly how it should be. Everything is exactly what I actually want. Like the universe knows me better than I know myself. Like everything is perfect right this second. Everything, my now is always perfect, right? Then nothing is like a lesson. Nothing is uh, a negative. Everything is like a clarifier, a further enjoyment, a this contrast. Okay, I get it. Like, the cold makes me appreciate the hot. Like, the summers are amazing because the winters are so cold. Okay. No, you're right. Okay, next question. Um, there's a certain someone that we watch on YouTube with a whiteboard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he always talks about mental diet versus visualization as if, like, you can choose which one you do. So, like, I know, you know, A taught you guys to um, basically stress the mental diet, but then this sheet, are you guys all not stressing, like, you know, visualization, like, the, visualizing the end? Because I watched her videos and stuff, and I hear mostly about mental diet, but then there's that other aspect. I mean, um... Yeah, visualizing is just another technique, and do you mean that, like, one versus the other? I kind of... Well, me personally... Yeah. uh, One makes it seem, like, more important. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, I think you need both, um, and the visualizing the end is a little bit more important. The... The the mental diet is just really to get things moving faster, but the the visualizing the end the vision is um, plants the seed, and the mental diet gets it to happen faster if you remove the mental diet that's in your way, um, and if you like reinstate it, like reaffirm it again through your mental thoughts and words. Um, so it's like. Just like we were talking about yesterday with the, we're 3D, three-dimensionally molding the sculpture of our reality. So each layer, like the visions, the mental diet, the conversations verbally with people, what you write down, what you feel in your heart feelings, like that all molds the 3D form of reality. It starts to mold it. So, right. like, each is a part to, of it. You have to, you right. have to imagine it. For, you have to I'm see it. it. Yeah. You have to imagine it for it to form in the ether, and then when it forms in the ether, it funnels down into density. Exactly. And then it also, like, it makes it easier to have your the right mental diet when you plant the visual seed of the end. Because, like I said, like, if you... Um, if you planted a seed that you are very thin and very fit, right, then that very fit, very thin person that's you already, right, you planted that in the subconscious mind, is not going to have thoughts of, 
I just want to go get a burger today. Like, I'm just going to get a Big Mac, like a, like, supersize it. Like, you're not going to have those thoughts. You're going to have thoughts of, like, oh, I want to go run today. Oh, I, I should walk to this place. I'm just going to walk from here. It's a couple blocks. The weather is amazing. Like, you know, like, your mental diet will also be affected by the seed that you plant with your vision. It's kind of like when people get hypnotized not to smoke. Exactly. That's playing on imagination and hypnosis. And then they don't want to smoke anymore. And they start thinking of chewing on a piece of celery instead. And that affects their mental diet because their thought process changed what they're saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like all the layers. You have to affect all the layers and go through all of them. But anyway, thank you for joining us. Another conversation with Julie and Reem. Uh, please come back again to manifest with us. All right. Bye, guys.